Coming up this week, Theo Awards are announced for Universal Studios, a new adventure is coming to Star Tours, and the House of Blues announces its opening act. Plus later, Nancy shares why she's so darn thankful for Disneyland. All that next. From points across California, you're listening to the Sugared Up Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 629, for the week of November 20th, 2016. The Disney Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am your host, Tom Bell, and I'm joined by my good friends, Nancy Johnson. Hey! Mary Jo Mulata Willie. Hello! And Tony Spatel. Hello. All right. How was everyone's week? Busy. Yeah, me too. I spent too much time with Tom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and it, and it continues apparently. There can never be too much time with Tom. <laughs> right? Oh no, there can. <laughs> oh yeah, right, there can. Yes. Well, no, no. I tell you, my Disney store shopping bag was the envy of everyone at Target. It is freaking enormous. Your Disney store shopping bag? That you mean like the night the one that this, you purchase? Yeah, we got this one at the studio store for a dollar fifty. And it is I swear to God, it's a, not quite as long as my desk. <laughs> you can easily fit one giant thing of like major paper towels, like the extra supersized rolls of paper towels into mm-hmm. the bag. It's that big. We had such a good time. So, if anybody's a Disney oh, store, random. okay. If anybody's a Disney <laughs> store, go get one of those. They're the best, gr- especially with more and more places going from, you know, br- plastic bags to bring your own bags. What? How does how does that new law affect Disneyland? Yeah, I don't figure know. we were asking. I haven't been char- at Target. It, I've been just- charged, but not at Disneyland. They haven't charged That's us. Really interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It should be um, an interesting uh, merchandising thing. Yeah. We'll have hello to, find to out. our f- hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. If you want to listen chat live, uh, we stream every Sunday evening at starting at seven PM Pacific. Um, listen and chat live with us at mixler.com, m i x l r dot com, and of course, don't forget the rest of the Diz Unplugged family of podcasts, uh, the Dreams Unlimited Travel Show every Monday, the Orlando edition on Tuesdays. And the Universal Edition on Thursdays. And then, of course, every Monday through Friday, uh, the Daily Fix, 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, so, both when I was with Mary Jo and when I was with Tony in the parks, we ran in, we ran into listeners, which is awesome. Yes. Yay. Uh, uh, so, and, and actually, Mary Jo ran into somebody from the boards, which is kind of cool, because they recognized her. <laughs> well, for once, right? But no, actually, they recognized you, and then he recognized my name when we well, were introducing you know, ourselves. He rec- uh, well, see, the the thing is, I have, I have two two out of three of the days I was in the parks, I had the Diz Unpl- green Diz Unplugged sh- Disneyland Edition shirt on. And then he had me wear the shirt that said, do you know who this is, with right, an arrow yeah, pointing yeah. to him, and standing <laughs> next to him the whole time. <laughs> 
That's I did get recognized once Thursday night at the at the media event by a cast member, uh, but then the other the other times I was with, I had my shirt on. the The best part, the the most interesting time was I was on um, Matterhorn, and in my seat, and then you you buckle up, you advance to the place where they tell you to pull the yellow strap. The cast members like pull your yellow strap. I love your show. Pull your yellow strap. Oh, how cute! That is really Aww. neat. So, I'm like, oh, okay, cast members are listening now. I'm a little afraid. That's no. I think that's awesome because we're as much as we love Disneyland. It's nice to know that they're listening, also. But um, yeah. I just want to go back to where you said we we met somebody on the boards, and that's Chris yeah. Gator. Chris, I just want to give him a shout out because he is a regular, and um, it's nice to know that. You know, we had that synergy between the boards and the, our listeners, so that was nice. Yep. Yes. Um, Antonio and I did some more of the uh, Festival of Holidays food blo- food vlogs. Uh, so cool. those are up now on, on YouTube. There is tons of Disneyland stuff on YouTube up there now. Um, some interviews I did Thursday night. Um, again, we have like eight different of uh, booths covered of the of Festival of Holidays. Um, I was there when they when they... Um, ceremonially turned on the lights for Small World, so that's on the Diz side. So be sure to check the Diz on on YouTube and Diz Unplugged on YouTube. Um, I'm not sure what's coming up next. Um, so but keep an eye out. Definitely keep an eye out. Um, speaking of World of Color, uh, the, or speaking of the the full vo- uh, version of World of Color is up on YouTube now, and we didn't get to talk about that during the, our our. Um, festival holiday show last week. Has anybody else seen it other than me? No, okay. I haven't seen it yet. Crickets. No, crickets. Sorry. Um, it is. It's really fun. Uh, it's there's no storyline again, but which actually for Christmas works. Um, it's just a bunch of Christmas carols with your fountains and your lights and your fire and lasers and you know the snowflake or the the foam effects so it's really fun you, you're gonna want to check it out get your fast pass and or or do the dessert party that would be fun for christmas um uh, all right in the parks uh we when when was it friday not this friday but last friday we forgot to talk about it on the last show um they weren't doing hand stamps right mary joe that's right that? yep uh, hmm. And so we're like, oh, okay. And there was signs saying today, you know, currently, you know, we're not doing hand stamps. However, the cast members were telling us that they are no longer doing hand stamps for the, and this is just the one day tickets. Well, that didn't last long because now they're doing hand stamps again. Yeah, that did it. That was a quick turnaround, wasn't it? Yeah. I got a stamp on my hand to prove that Tom is Yeah, right. Yes, yeah. Um, also in the parks, uh, they've reformatted the Times Guide um, back to, I guess, the way it was before, where both parks are on the same Times Guide, which is kind of nice because you go to one park and you want to know nice. what's going on at the other park. Uh, so it's a trifold, uh, so three three pages of, of DCA, three pages of Disneyland, and you get all the news that's fit to print. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, what else is going on? Oh, uh, Mary Jo and I got to see Mickey's birthday party. That, that was-, was very cool. And not only that, we st- we were standing in the area 
uh, where the, we actually got to sing happy birthday to Mickey. So I really thanks, enjoyed thanks that. Kind, thanks, thanks to a kind cast member that told me where the show stops were going to be, but yeah. And, and, and we, uh, we recorded it live on Facebook. So for people who yeah. want to see things happening in the parks, um, be sure to like the Disney Disneyland edition on Facebook if you haven't done it yet right. to see yeah. more. Cause Tom's always recording live on Facebook and with all I'm of the right fest- second, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you're there and, and with things that are coming up, especially in the holidays, we're going to be sharing more of the fun events. So mm-hmm. speaking of fun, Mary Jo, something silver's gone, but sprinkles is open. Woo. You're not excited. You're not excited about that. Are I'm you? not that excited about it to tell you the <laughs> truth i really liked something silver but i know that there's a I lot know. of people who are very excited so i'm happy for them so uh, yeah there's thursday morning it quietly quietly opened and in my in my in my media press kit i got a coupon for a free cupcake and you know what i totally forgot to go get it what Ta- yeah, I know, fail. Like the worst mistake i mean you can make a lot of mistakes in life but a free sprinkles cupcake that you just don't use, I, don't I almost feel like there's some immorality there. Right. And it was only They're that, that day, right? It was It was on Friday, but I was Ugh. busy waiting for Mary Jo to show up, so. I was, I, te- I, I not only texted you, <laughs> I sent you my ETA on Waze. I know, I know, <laughs> so, I know. So And I just, I just flaked Still fail. Uh, <laughs> okay, so when Tony and I were in the parks yesterday, we heard something interesting. Um, so you know how like Haunted Mansion has its Christmas overlay and Jungle Cruise has its Christmas overlay and Small mm-hmm. World has its Christmas overlay. Well, there's an attraction at DCA that has a Christmas overlay. Guess what it is? <gasps> what? What is it? Which let me. Um, is it in the Bugs Land? No. No. Cars Land. Yes. Yes. You're getting warmer. Getting okay. Well, there's three attractions there. So should we go down? <laughs> yeah. Is it Radiator Springs? Radiator Springs would be too, con- too confusing, I think. Close. Close. At least we we haven't heard that. But um, there's a Jingle Bells at uh, Luigi's Rock and Roasters. Ooh. How did so, uh, did you guys we, listen to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were in line. We were waiting to get on because Tony hadn't been on it before, and so we were waiting to get on and. It, that started playing the ride before we were on it, but and then we asked the cast member, and he said that was the first he had heard it, and but we were there for a pretty decently long loop, so we think it might be the only one. Yeah, yeah. So kind of cool. I think that is cool. A little, little quiet fun thing that they did. So and did they have it decorated for the holidays? Also, Louis, you know the the queue and no, around the attraction. No, no. no so they it's just the they music. Put stuff on the cars and everything. Yeah. Come on. Mm. Except, like, bows would have flown off when it spins at the end. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, so, g- Mary Jo, give us the Tin Soldier update. What, what's, what's the, what's the latest? Um, the latest that we saw was that somebody saw the Tin Soldiers. Then somebody else said they didn't see the Tin Soldiers. So I don't know if they're, um, trying to work something out or what's going with uh, going on with them, but. We did get the we did get word that they were back in the parade, so I'm expecting now, that by Thanksgiving it's that w- they'll be there. Okay, so Wednesday was the day they were back in the parade, right? That the the listener posted, right? Wasn't Wednesday the day they were doing filming? Oh, you're right. Bing. Okay, 
And then because so maybe, then somebody wasn't it Thursday. Somebody said they didn't see them. Didn't see them. Yet. Yeah. So maybe maybe Santa just did a quick buff that wasn't going to last very yeah, right. long, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, can I tell you that I don't know if we we haven't made it official that I'm in your I'm right next to Tom. Yeah. I'm in the office. And you know what's oh, so you exciting? Oh, you and Tom were entering a relationship. I knew no, it. No, 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 no. It's a bromance. I'm just all. saying, like, you know, there's all these backstage tours. We, we just have a mutual understanding. There's all these backstage <laughs> tours that did we, you know, tell people that they need to go on and we do segments of it. The greatest backstage tour is watching Tom check things off his list. <laughs> he, it's really exciting. Like he's, he's almost done and seeing the mix. Like I'm just going to come here to, I think we need to video you. Maybe I just need to do a Facebook live from my office. Yeah. It's really show. exciting yeah. looking yeah. at him. I will say though, <laughs> as I'm about to read the news and I was traveling, so he was nice enough to print it out for me. For some reason he gives himself. 35 point font and gave me like eight so thanks thank you for that no, right no worries i was this is this is the outline and that's the detail i don't know yeah uh so you know you only got like five come on the next thing on your list i can see it okay. are we going down to Susie brown or are we going up to no oh yeah no probably maybe dole whips dole whips okay that's number five yeah, b subsection six so i saw i don't know if i was on uh, facebook or on the boards that the coffee house at the Disneyland Hotel is now serving Dole Whips. Huh. So this is, you know, the little coffee shop right next door to, um, in the same building as, as Goofy's Kitchen. Yeah. I wonder right if there. the lines are just going to become outrageous for people who are going to want those Dole Whips. Well, the last time we were there, they didn't have that. It's pretty quiet. And, oh, and the, the sign also said that they do the, um, Dole Whip float and also the Dole Whips with a shot of rum. Ooh. Ooh. Happy so, Dole Whips. Yeah. yeah. Happy Dole Whips. Happy, happy Dole Whips. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, uh, we posted on, on our Facebook page a really heartwarming story and stop. A heartwarming story and video about um, Susie Brown, our, our Disney spokesperson that we we're always quoting. Um, she went on... Um, a website and found her birth mother and they met and there's a video and stuff up. So make sure you check that out. It's really, really kind of cool. I'm so happy um, for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other housekeeping? I do. I've, I've Go got, ahead. I've got a couple. I only had one, but there's one that I think that, um, you and I were able to share in on Friday with one of our listeners who we actually oh, helped them okay. plan their their trip. So if you guys remember, we um, Jim had called in and he was going to be going to Disneyland with his wife, uh, their daughter, his brother, his brother's daughter, and the guy's mom. Both of the you know Jim and his brother's mom. And so his wife Liana reached out to me and she wanted to give him a surprise. So uh, Tom and yeah, I, she did. pardon me. Nothing. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and and she did. It was a big surprise. So what they did basically is, they went to, and she was so slick the way she did this. Uh, they went and had a caricature done in New Orleans, where where you come out from parts of the Caribbean. They've got a a cute little uh, area, kind of like a courtyard, I guess, and they do caricatures <laughs> there. So, uh, 
Jim and Leanna and their daughter had a caricature, and she and I had set up a time for me to go over there, and she didn't know that Tom was going to be in the park. So Tom and I went over there, and Jim and his brother thought that the surprise was going to be that that Jim was going to meet us in person since we had helped them plan their trip. And so he was so happy to see us, and so we said that we were doing a, a recording of things that they do at Disneyland, and one of them was the caricatures, and Leanna was so nice to offer me their their video camera to record since I just had my iPhone. <laughs> what they didn't know is that they were using the caricature drawing where um, their daughter had a big word bubble above her that said, I'm going to be a big sister. And that's the way they announced to everybody that she's going to have a baby or they're going to have a baby. Aww. And well, and, and who, who knew just Leanna, right? Only Leanna. Nobody else knew. So I got a kick because I was standing behind the artist. <laughs> well, Leanna and, Leanna and you and I. Right. That's right. Leanna yeah, okay. and, and us. So thank you, and Leanna, for problem. letting us be part of it, first of all. And I got such a kick because I was standing behind the artist and I was recording. And um, Jim's mom was also, she was in an ECV watching the um, artists do the finishing touches and she and I were chatting about, you know, how talented they are and everything. And then she sees this word bubble and her, her granddaughter goes next to her and they start like sounding out the words. And she's like, I'm going. And I could see her just like puzzling in, in her mind what it was going to say. And then when she finally got the, the reveal, her hands flew in the air. She was so excited. And then she quickly shushed her knee, her granddaughter so they wouldn't tell Jim. And then you, you guys got to go to our Disneyland um, edition uh, Facebook page to see Jim's reaction. It was so touching. Um, I was in tears. Uh, I know Tom was in tears because he's a big softy. But it was, <laughs> but it was, it was just so, so nice. And I want to thank. Leanna for letting us be a part of such a special moment yeah. um, for them, and it, it was just nice. So that was that was a great way to start the weekend for me. Oh, and my other my other. Um, yesterday, I went to Knott's Berry Farm with my friend Brenda, and I just want to tell everybody. Um, if you have that six day, Nosbury Farm right now is so pretty with their, their own version of their Disney, um, excuse me, of their Christmas decorations. They've got the carolers. They've got all kinds of entertainment. All the songs are holiday, um, themed, the Snoopy on Ice, the saloon show, which we kind of ran into, um, Kirk and the hillbillies, crazy Kirk and the hillbillies who used to be, um, Billy Hill and the Hillbillies at Disneyland. They do the show. They have, anyway, there's lots of good entertainment there. We, I think, went on maybe two attract, two rides over there. And the rest of the time we were just going from show to show. It was just really nice. So I highly encourage people to visit Nosbury Farm at this time of year. Their crafts fair, they do have some unique items. Um, if you're going to go over there and you're going to get one of the crafts, start, talk to the vendors there because they're, there's some pretty cool stories and we purchased some homemade items that are good quality. Um, so I just right, encourage Major, you. I'm, Major, I'm going to give you a second because your internet is kind of being weird. So I'm going to talk a little bit and then we'll come back to you. Okay. Okay, cool. Uh, 
one thing I keep, I, I forget to mention occasion and, and I used to mention it and I don't anymore. If you want to get a hold of us, please send us an email. Um, if you have questions, comments, anything, send us an email, dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. We all get copied on it and we all see it. So if you have anything you want to know or just, uh, questions or comments about the show, uh, and then of course we each have our own email accounts with our name at wdwinfo.com. And you can get a hold of us individually. Um, almost we forgot like to mail. mention. Yes, I've got mail. Uh, we like mail. Oh, mail. mail. <laughs> forgot mail, to mail, mention mail. the uh, Southwest Disney Meet coming up February 10th, 11th, and 12th. Shame on you. I know, but it's still on my list, so now I can check it off. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, he's crossed off everything. Yep, I'm good. I'm, I'm almost good. Uh, so, uh, head. I'll put a link in the show notes page. You're going to want to be there. It's it's going to be a great time. We're going to do a live show up on the fifth floor of, which is the roof, <laughs> of the Grand Legacy at the park, uh, where they have a rooftop bar. Hopefully the bar will be open, because uh, that will make the show so much better. Fun fact, when Tom crosses things off his list, he doesn't use an X or a check mark. He uses a slash. <laughs> I just think these are the, I mean, who else is getting to see right this? Then, yeah, right I need then. to share what the, and I think if you autograph that, you're putting that up I'm on like, auction I'm to, yeah, so. and we can raise some money for Give Kids the World. Right. <laughs> He's never being here again. Okay. Uh, Mary Jo, are you back? Uh, is my sound any you're better? Be- you're better now. All right. I uh, just shut off every other tab on my internet. So. You're perfect. Yeah, it's beautiful. All right. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna start something new uh, next year, but I'm I'm testing it now. Uh, something called on the boards. What's going on on the dis boards this week? There was there's something you were talking about that sounds kind of interesting. Um, they were talking about uh, we talked about the Paradise Pier Hotel. Yeah, yeah, they have this apparently. I and what I love about the dis boards is how, um, especially on the Disneyland forum, how people start talking about their experiences and other people chime in. So what I learned today when I was reading it is at the Paradise Pier Hotel, they've apparently instituted a new system for calling the elevator. So instead of going in the elevator, elevator. (laughs) so instead of going in the elevator and choosing what floor you want to go on, you choose the floor that you want to go on outside the elevator and then the computer programs not there but i've seen those yeah Yeah. it's it's new and it's i think they're working out the kinks because apparently the lines were pretty long but what what happens and and this is i'm glad you brought this up tom for me to discuss because what i've learned in the discussion is that when you push the floor that you want to go to you are assigned an elevator like let's say there's three elevators and you're told to go to the far right one if you're told to go to the far right one and the elevator in front of you and it's the left one opens and you go on it, you may not get to the you'll, floor you'll that you... get to your floor. Yeah, yeah. because uh, it's programmed to go to the other floors that other people have have requested. So you need they, to they pay have, attention. Yeah, have, yeah. Go ahead. They have the same system at the Marriott. Okay, so since you've seen the, seen that system, yeah. Tom, how do, how do you know, how does it work for you? Oh no! Yeah, yes, it, it's perfect. I mean, it just it's assigned you an elevator. So, uh, well, and then Marriott has like six elevators, whereas the Paradise Pier has what three, but three or four. I really, so, I think but, they, yeah, I, I mean, think they I have mean, just the, three. It's, it's nice that they're doing something because there's always been complaints about the elevators at the Paradise Pier. So really, yes. Oh yeah, but they're very slow. Yeah, and apparently so they're 
<laughs> do you think they're testing it to see how it works there and then going resort wide? Not on Grand California necessarily, but at the yeah, I mean, Disneyland hotels? because well, I think it's. I don't think yeah, the other hotels yeah. have the issues at the Paradise Pier Hotel. No. What it is is a lot of people like to go to, let's say, you know, they're going to one of the early morning ent- entry days. So everybody's trying to get on the elevator at the same time. And you don't have, you know, if you're in the 11th floor, you're not going to run down the stairs. But what's happening is because this is a new system, um, maybe the communication hasn't really gone out and people don't understand how it works. It's backed up more than usual. And so you have people just getting really frustrated. So one of the, one of the cheats that they have at the Paradise Pier Hotel is a lot of people, because by the time the elevator gets to their floor, it's crowded already. What they'll do is they'll take the elevator up and then write it down. So you're having people using this, the old, uh, hack system and people who don't know what's going on. So it's kind of a, um, there's some like confusion right now. Hmm. That's what I was thinking. They sh- they should have a cast member there explaining the system, yeah. but you yeah. can't do that on every floor. So, well, on every floor you just got to press down, right? Well, unless you're going to the concierge on the second floor. Oh yeah, okay, right. Or if you're going to the pool, you know, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. So, cool. Mm-hmm. All but right, I thought that was you, interesting. Mary Jo, uh, time for the news, Tony. Okay. I'm right here. So anyways. Oh, and by the way, Mixler said that you're going to send me back to the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to have to be loud. Right. Okay. So in the news, this is now, this is really awkward because you're literally looking right at me. Okay. I won't move over the show. <laughs> but I see. Yeah. Normally I can be, you know, finding it or whatever. So I'm going to turn my back to you. Like we're, par- like we're partner reading in grade school and I'm working on my fluency for any teachers in the audience. Okay. Both, both of the teachers in the audience. There's got to be more than two. Okay, sorry. So, anyways. Okay, the Themed Entertainment Association, T, has announced the group of Thea Awards. Did I say that right? Yeah. Thea, okay. Honorees that will be included in its 23rd gala to be heard, heard and held early next year. Winners include theme parks, museum exhibits, and live shows from all over the world. However, many of the winners are familiar to us and fans of Southern California or Central Florida theme parks. This year's Thea Classic Award, is that the Irving Thalberg? Yes, probably, The Thea Classic Award goes to Waterworld, a live sea war spectacular. Yes. And they get a yellow jacket. (laughs) I know not everybody gets that joke, but I had to throw that out there for sports. Okay, they get a yellow jacket on Waterworld. A live sea war spectacular, a popular show that has been presented at Universal Studios Hollywood for over 20 years? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy because the movie wasn't that popular, but that show was amazing. And I've even seen, yeah, that's a great show. Included among the Thea Awards for Outstanding Achievement are Disney's Ghost Post for Connected Immersion on a Limited Budget. Mm-hmm. What makes a limited... I don't know. I want to see the... Actually, that's a new award this year, so okay. they're doing... This isn't like now... Yeah. This isn't one of those like fake awards like teachers give to kids to make yes. them feel better, is it? <laughs> Here's a medal. Yeah. Connected Immersion on a Limited Budget. Universal Studios Hollywood Springfield USA Themed Food and Beverage Experience. Yeah. Shanghai Disneyland for theme park, Shanghai Disneyland's Camp Discovery for an attraction, and Shanghai Disneyland's Pirates of the Caribbean Battle for the Sunken Treasure as an attraction award. The Thea Awards will be formally awarded on April 22nd, 2017, in a ceremony that is typically held in the Grand Ballroom of the Disneyland Hotel. That seems a little shady. Tickets for the gala event will go on sale in December. We should, we should go. 
I know, yeah, or at least be seat fillers. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, last year I think I was in at the Disneyland Hotel the night that was being held, so I just sat in the lobby or outside the outside the Fantasy Tower and watched the people in the tuxes go by and tried to identify. Oh, them. so people are in tuxes? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just yeah. feel like if it's at Disneyland and there's going to have to be an award, that's why I figure the immersion on limited right. budget. That was that was the that was the the token award. Yeah, you hosted yeah. it, so we've got to give you an award. Um, okay. On November eighth, two thousand eight point font, Tom. Yeah, I know. Sorry. On November eighth, two thousand. My reading glasses. Yeah, I'm. I'm getting there. On November eighth, two thousand sixteen, fifteen-year-old Donnie Bird went missing at the Disney's Grand Californian Hotel and Spa after she told her mother, after she told her mother that she was going to walk down to the lobby. At eight p.m., she went down to the lobby, and then after texting her mother that she was returning to the room, she never came back. Then. A week later, the Anaheim Police Department reported that she was found and is safe, and there were no further details on where or when she was found. That's good news, at least. Wait, how yeah, how never... much how much later? A week. So a week. she disappeared from the Grand California Hotel, and a week later they found her. Well, a week later they reported the family reported that they found her, but yeah, that's it's huh. kind of weird. I know. That's interesting. That's a very yeah, that's strange story. This weekend. <laughs> so, at D23 this weekend, Destination D had more information. The Whoever's writing this copy, I'm just, I'm just, I don't know who he is. He's, he's missing a few verbs. Should I, I should read it exactly how it's read right here. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm I just messing with you. It wasn't me, but okay. Oh, it wasn't you? Okay. Oh. Well, then I don't care who, I don't. Okay, now wait. Nancy sighed with music. Is that? I'm starting to think this is an this is an issue. Even sighs. Sigh. Can I sing this? No. Destination D. Okay. Destination. D. More information about Des- from Destination D was released about Star Wars Land by Walt Disney's Parks. Walt Disney Parks and Resorts Chairman Bob. Say his name Chief for me. Chief Thank Chief. you. It's perfect. You're right next to me. I can just type you say it. I know Nancy normally is the one who says things, but um. According to the Disney Parks blog, a new adventure will be added to Star Tours. The adventure continues and will be based on elements from Star Wars Episode 8. Currently, Walt Disney Imagineering and Lucasfilm are working together on the production of the new mission. Exciting. Not really. I mean, hmm. I, I assume we all know what was coming, but when is Episode 8 coming out? End of 2017 or 2018? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Oh, somebody asked how old. In, uh, yeah, she was 15. 15. Yeah. This Mixler thing's kind of cool. Yeah, you, 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 you're not usually watching chat, huh? No. Yeah. No. Well, and I normally, yeah. So, anyways, that is the news. Thank you, Tony. All right, time for rapid fires. I will go rapid fire. Sorry, I will go first. Uh, once again this year, the Disneyland, the Disneyland Resort is plussing early entry for the holidays. Uh, beginning December 17th, guests staying at the Disneyland Resort hotels can go into either park one hour early uh, any day of the week, beginning, like I said, starting December 17th. Also, guests eligible for Magic Morning Hour with those special cool tickets can choose to uh, their, can choose their early entry day at Disneyland Park any day of the week. Um, the early entry, the special early entry schedule, like I said, begins December 17th 
and goes through December 31st. So all through the holidays, you early entry at every park, every day of the week. That's awesome. Well, unless you don't have early entry, and then but you I can't think, avoid it. I think it's a good perk for the people who spend stay at the Disney hotels. Right. Well, yeah, right. But if you are one that uses the plan where you avoid early entry, you can't avoid it for the holidays. <laughs> so you're always going to be an hour behind everybody else. That's okay. I, I can live with that. Oh, see how you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're one of those nice annual pass holders. <laughs> yeah, I, I was with a, a, I forgot what it was, but there was some cast member. He was real nice. And so I told him, I go, you know, I am an annual pass holder. And I told him, I said, because you love hearing that, right? And he just started laughing. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mary Jo. So this is something. This is something cool for the annual pass holders. Um, starting <laughs> for some, some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, f- right for those who are going to renew annual passes, like me, um, between now and February eleventh, twenty seventeen, when you renew or get a new Disney annual pass, uh, you're actually going to get it for thirteen months instead of twelve months. So the Disneyland is giving us, and I believe Walt Disney World is doing the same thing, but Disneyland is giving us. An, an extra month uh, when we renew or we get a new an, annual pass. And so the ones that are eligible for this are the Deluxe, the Signature, and Signature Plus. So if you have the Southern California um, passes, those are not eligible for the 13 months. Just giving that or up to premier. you. Or the Premier. Premier's not eligible either. Okay, well, Top that's... 1% Tom chiming in there. Right. <laughs> but then I would wait to get a premiere until I got until I got my pass. I mean, I wouldn't get a new pass. I wouldn't get a premiere. I would get whatever my local but, park uh, is oh, in the upgrade. you beat the system that way? No. Because once... Okay, so wait. If, if you, you bought it, then switch it to a premiere, would you still have that extra month, or would they take that month away? I may have to test that. Yeah, you might. Okay, so I've got to go on my little bit of a what discussion... Again, I thought Disneyland was concerned that there were too many pass holders <laughs> and it was, we're trying to make it a destination resort and blah, blah, blah. But yet every time they say that, then they do something like this again. Oh, well, we, again, it's that love hate. We don't want the pass holders, wait, but we wait, want wait, the pass. Wait, 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 no, no, wait, we want you. I, I, it's. See, I don't, I don't think Disneyland says there's too many pass holders. That's think, I think it's the people. Who say there are too many pass holders and Disney well, says, the, well, man, this well, is a great opportunity to raise the price. They're show, they're showing there's too many pass holders by the way they've jacked up the prices. I think it's, and, de- it's, it's supply and demand. Yeah. So many people want yeah. the pass, the passes. They, they can raise the price and people are still going to get them. And then, okay, but then, but then there isn't enough demand because why would they be giving the extra month free? Well, I think I agree with you, Tony. I think with the, they're seeing um, so a reaction to all of the parts that are not working because of the construction in Star Wars that they're offering this incentive so they can get those of us or those people who don't want to, you know, because not all pass holders are local like us. Pass holders, I mean, Tom is an ex- uh, and Michael are perfect examples yeah. of people who have to drive in to spend time to for their annual passes and people aren't going to I think that they weren't doing that because of the construction, and now Disney's going, well, you know, we'll give you this extra month. 
No. So, but um, it's not all, it's not valid for annual passports that have been previously purchased. So if you already got your passport uh, or your annual pass, you're not going to be able to go over there and argue your way. They'll be very sympathetic and nice, and they'll just say, "Gee, that's you know, sorry that's about true. that." There's but a that's, fast pass or but see, yeah, that's garbage. Yeah, the rules. See, that's garbage because then it to me it's really to me transparent that it's we need to get revenue right now for this quarter so we're only going to let the people right now do it like i just think that i mean of course i know they're not going to retroactively do it but to me it's just right in your face we need to make more money we haven't been making enough money or we haven't been getting whatever number they want to look at on their spreadsheet so all of a sudden only the people that buy it from point um from whatever month to whatever month yeah, I just think it's really interesting that they don't announce, you know, and to your point, Tony, they don't announce this ahead of time, right? That the announcement comes out starting from, starting now, you can get this, this offer is valid. They don't tell you, you know, beginning November X date that we're going to have this offer. Cause, so they want people to continue to get them at the 12 months. And then for, for now, you know, this is going to be great. People are going to want to get them for the Christmas gifts and, you know, Hanukkah and other right. holiday gifts. So, but let me just, well, and they, uh, and go they ahead, don't Nancy. want people saving and waiting. You know, that's why they do things like that. That's why any business does all of a sudden the spontaneous quote unquote sales incentive. Yeah. So, so let me just, um, to kind of continue a little bit, um, the California residents, um, can still take advantage of their monthly payment option to spread the cost of the annual passport over 12 months. So even though it's going to be 13 months, it's 12 month payments. And, um, you can get the deluxe passport, uh, for $42 after the down payment. I'm looking for the price of the, the down payment is $95. No, the down payment's $95. But I'm looking to see where it has the price for the premiums and, or excuse me, the signatures. I just see the price for the deluxe, but. Uh, and up. Yeah, and up. Anyway, so it's $95, the down payment, and then uh, your monthly payments, which I find, that's how I do it. And it makes it affordable for me and I'm sure a bunch of other people. Uh, speaking of Disneyland wanting more money, you found out something interesting about parking, right? Yeah, this one, this is when, uh, nice segue, Tom. This one I just found out. And so when I sent Tom a message, he was like, you know, how are we going to validate it? So I called Disneyland today and I talked to the cast member and I asked her about this note that I had seen. And she confirmed that starting on November 21st, which is tomorrow, which is Monday, um, they're going to start offering preferred parking at the Mickey and Friends parking structure. What this is, is it allows people to park near the elevators and escalators. And parking right now is $18. So for an additional 17 which makes it $35 total, you can get the preferred parking. And if you have an annual pass, parking with your annual pass, then you pay that extra $17 each time that you want to um, get preferred parking. So this is something that's starting again, like I said, um, November 21st, and it's going to go through mid January and they're doing, it's in test phase. Now they want to gauge a uh, guest reaction and how many people really are willing to pay for that. Mm -hmm. They're willing to pay for that uh, preferred parking. 
So I think and probably this is unrelated to the fact that they're going to start doing fast passes for five dollars each at the elevator, <laughs> and then so we're going to just try to monetize every possible bathrooms. You want a cleaner bathroom? We can do that. Preferred bathrooms. Well, it's going to be the you know. Go- when you get the toilet paper, Tony, then then you pay them for that. But, yeah, um, the different kinds. What kind of ply do you want? Do you want two ply? Well, you can have the preferred toilet paper. This, I understand. I hate it. Yeah, it's, it goes along. I mean, Universal Studios has been doing this for quite some time, and they okay. they have the their preferred Disney parking. They have valet parking. They have entrance parking. And, you know, they have – but they're really spread out. But this this parking is just for making friends. And so, if you're going to park at Toy Story, you don't get closer to the shuttles over there. Okay, so what but, ha- what happens if you try to go to the Mickey and Friends lot and you're coming from the south and they direct you back around to Toy Story? So then you can't. You- well, right. So then, if you're going to come, if you're going to go northbound on the five, then you want to get off on Lincoln and make a U-turn. <laughs> and, really and, and so you, you can really take the bridge that. over. You know, what's f- kind of funny is. To be honest, I almost feel like Toy Story lot would benefit more from the preferred parking to be closer to the buses because you could be kind of further away. Yeah, not necessarily. I mean, that back corner of Toy Story. Of, of yeah, Mickey, right? I know. That's how I've been there. Oh, I yeah, I've, the, the last few times that I've been there, I've parked in the You know uh, what? I paid $50 to get close. Never mind. But walking's good for you. It's not really it's not really much, but I, I guess for some people it's it does make a big difference. I I'm just wondering how they're going to they have that's where to me that's where the handicap parking is. So I don't know if they're just not utilizing all of the handicap parking and and exactly how they're gonna organize it. But we'll find out especially so for Thanksgiving weekend. Everybody else everybody else will have crappier parking. Well, it's you would get that anyway. But isn't yeah. that first level right there usually Filled in in the morning, any like for the first people that show up, and then that's after that, correct. It's... Yeah, that's the Pinocchio parking, and you get that when you when you maybe, get in. Maybe there's maybe there's just a limited number of premium spots available. And that's like any place. They the same thing at Universal Studios. Yeah. You well, know, we should, there's only there's literally... only a certain number. They just need to keep track of, and it's going to be interesting to know how they're going to keep track of when they fill up that premium or the preferred parking. We should go at the same time and try it and see how much faster it really... I mean, I understand the walking and the ambulatory and all that stuff, but then again, a lot of those people, not everyone, would have some kind of like a placard or something to to park in those. I'm just curious as to what it really will... How much of a benefit it will be. And also, it's funny because the 17 extra dollars, if you're a pass holder, that all depends on when you what space you got. Like, so, oh, I, okay, so I spend the 70 bucks and I get a good space. And then, so let's say Tom and I are both going at the same time, two different cars. Oh, but I'm only 50 feet away from you for free. But then in another part, I could be at the far end. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a crapshoot. You don't, you don't know until you get up there where you're going to get. So if you want a guaranteed close spot, then you're going to pay that, pay that extra $17. Now, what I think they should do, even though I don't want them to make any more money like this, <laughs> is you should watch be able out. To cast buy members listen to ahead me. of time, and then you would know. So, like, I'm buying my tickets. Do I want preferred parking? I bet you a lot more people would click on. Why am I helping them out? They would click on <laughs> it right then, add it to their bill, and then they knew exactly how many premium spots there were. Well, they might. Like they might do that in the future. And then, like, 
Oh, it's now ten minutes before. Now it's fifty dollars extra. Now yeah. it's seventy five dollars. Well, well, like, well and what what's really and you know because they fill they they fill up one level and then go to the next level. So you know, say they filled up all the premium spots on mini, which which is the first one they use. Then they have to wait until they switch levels again. Not necessarily. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. They would have to put those cast members. So let's say they they fill up mini, and then they're going to go to Donald or something like that. That those cast members are going to have to have those. They're going to have to be ready. Yeah, I don't. You know, well, which I mean, it's no. I mean, but they filled up the premium, but they haven't filled up the regular parking on mini. Right. Do they have to stop selling premium until they move to the next level of the parking structure? No, I think they'll have cast members. They're going to have the preferred parking cast members. No, they'll have the preferred. Just think of it. They'll have the preferred parking cast members. Oh, I I don't know. How are they going to direct them to the right ramp? I see what you're talking about. That's what I'm saying, yeah. The real important question is, are they going to recharacter and put Scrooge McDuck <laughs> down there? That's what I think. <sighs> right? All right. Thank you, thank you Mary Jo. Uh, Tony, go ahead. New House of Blues at Anaheim Garden Walk has announced their opening act and confirmed the opening date. Uh, it will be Orange County's own social distortion to open the House of Blues with two shows, February 28th and March 1st. The new location is 44,000 square feet, including three different performance venues and a larger restaurant. Now I'm going to go through every, no, no not every, I, some, a variety of the highlights, too. the highlights, but that's all subjective. Uh, that's true. Okay. So, um, March 3rd, Chase Rice. I, uh, no. I don't know who he is, but I'm going to call him high. Corn. They're back, I guess, with the K. March 5th and 6th. Thrice, I just like the name of them. March 7th, uh, don't worry, I won't just stick up with March. George Thurgood and the Destroyers, March 8th. Billy Idol, March 13th. Wu-Tang Clan, March 17th. 311, March 18th. Death Cab for Cutie, the 19th. Save Ferris, March 26th. The Pixies, April 23rd. Sammy Johnson, April 28th. Catfish, on the 24th. And then September 11th, Santana. Tickets are already on sale. I'm sure more dates will be added, but that's... Who they have already. Okay, that's, like, really fairly impressive. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, holy crap, they're good. Holy crap, I know, right? Yeah, holy crap, they're good. And well, then and you're a, wrapping it all a, up with the man himself. It's And it's a white... Yeah, Sammy Johnson? Yes, no, Carlos Santana. Uh, oh, oh. Catfish? I'm yes. sorry. There's, and, and, and it's a wide variety because there's country artists, there's Latino artists. I know, there's right? Class, yeah, rock art. Yeah, so... It it really kind of proves, and it goes back to the whole thing that Orange County was truly the LA music scene for so many years, and it really makes it feel like it's coming back to that again. Okay, I, mean, just I that feel lineup. bad. I feel really bad. I'm sorry, Allison. I will check out Chase Rice. I should know who who that is. <laughs> awesome country artist. And now I feel bad because I was kind of like making fun. And normally when I do that, it's like I don't I don't ever get feedback telling me that that was mean. And now I feel bad and I'm kind of sad. I'm sorry, Chase no, Rice. That's okay. I'm the gonna Orlando, I'm a, the Orlando show makes fun of bands all the time. Well, in the next episode when Nancy's talking, I'll be listening to Chase Rice. Right. Yeah. And I'm gonna find out <laughs> what what I like. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Nancy, rapid fire, Nancy. Okay. Hang on. Let me just flip over to that screen. Okay. okay. Here we are. So, 
guess what we heard is happening at the Disneyland Resort, adding on to the long and extensive winter holidays events. What's there that? is the very the very merry holiday tea party. Ooh, another overlay. Another overlay, yes. Well, you know, they had the Halloween one. Now they've got the Merry, the Merry Holiday one. So, Everybody who went to the Halloween one that I saw really liked it. So I'm, I'm interested to hear what you have to say about it, Nancy. But, you know, it looks fun. It looks fun. They're definitely doing that holiday twist. So, of course, Steakhouse 55, that's where it is. Um, tea is served Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays from noon to 3. And this is going to be from December 2nd to the 31st. And rumor has it selling out quickly. So, um, so they are doing a seasonal menu. Um, offers a selection of teas, scones, tea sandwiches, sweets, wines, ports, sherries, and cordials are also available at an additional charge if you want to have a quote unquote happy tea. Um, <laughs> Besides being very Anne Mary, if you want that extra little warmth for the holiday season and the chill, um, here's the grown-up holiday tea menu: a white chocolate cranberry scone, smoked trout sandwich, Christmas tree-shaped cucumber sandwich, cage-free egg Waldorf salad sandwich. Don't get me started on cage-free. Um, <laughs> wreath, wreath-shaped caprese salad sandwich. Christmas light and Santa decorated strawberries, which sound terribly, terribly cute. Um, gingerbread cookies and a choice of peppermint, organic pear green, or mulled spice teas. Now for the kiddos, their uh, menu has that same scone, the same cucumber sandwich, but they get a turkey and Swiss snowman sandwich, a peanut butter and jelly Mickey sandwich, desserts, they don't get the cool strawberries, I guess. Or maybe there's a strawberry on theirs. I don't know. It doesn't say. You get your choice of herbal infusions, juices, milk, or hot chocolate. And, of course, gluten-free and vegan options are available on request. So it sounds like it's a cute twist to the previous party. And, you know, sounds tasty. I'd do it. I would do it. The, the, I've only had tea there one time and we thoroughly enjoyed it. And, and my son and his girlfriend both want to do it again. So I can only imagine with the holiday spirit, it must be so nice. Very cool. We have a little bit of time. Tony, do you want to share your quick thoughts about festival holidays? Any favorites? I loved Yuletide Yummies. <laughs> um, you should watch the vlog. Yes, of course. I heard we're doing things like vlogs and stuff now. Yeah. Plus, I was—I mean, it was a little. First, it was exciting to be in the parks, and they—they—they they, they were like, "What are you doing here?" Yeah, it was we, like a fanfare. When yeah, there was a big deal that actually me of all people was back in the park, and um, but um, the there were some hits and misses, and you have to watch the vlog. But I thought. The Yuletide Yummies, the – can I say what I loved? Yeah, go ahead. The Sticky Toffee Pudding oh, was yeah. incredible. I love Sticky Toffee Pudding. I've had it at Gordon Ramsay's restaurant like Vegas. And I'm not saying it's – it, but it was really, really good. And I've also had it other places. 
this was really good st- sticky toffee pudding, <laughs> especially for only I think four twenty five. Yeah, the, yeah, I love that. The, the desserts were actually reasonably reasonably priced. priced. Yeah. The other stuff, not not so much. But no. Yuletide yummies was, I think, my favorite. Yeah. So now we've covered eight eight of the fourteen um, booths. Of course, there's two that are just booze and a fifteen dollar cheese ball that I can't bring my. Oh, we saw the cheese ball. It's, yes. No, 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 no. It's it's in no. a plastic container with the dome. Yeah. And it's what maybe So it's like it's not the size of it's about the size of a racquetball. Is not softball? No. That's no softball. way. It was yeah. a soft, it's softball 15 but No, that was a racquetball tennis ball maybe. Ra- no way. All right. It was it was too small mm-hmm. for 15. It was too small for 15. Yeah. And how so much accompanied it? It's like crackers and pretzels or something like that. Yeah. Not huge quantity, not a, a decent quantity. Like maybe no. it would make about six crackers full, maybe seven. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. Mark uh, in the chat room is saying, "Don't diss the cheese ball." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure it's uh, I'm sure it's wonderful, but I would r- much rather go and get the. Che- I could have gotten three sticky toffee puddings right, for, the- for less yeah. than and one cheese ball. Cheese ball. Uh, this is great. This is um. Yeah. Great critical thinking, problem solving of real I would, life. I would rather get problems. the cheese the cheese plate at Sonoma Terrace and and watch Mario spin around. Right. Yes. Well, no, that's <laughs> the that was the other. Oh t- yeah, yeah. uh, well, yeah. I just always want to watch. Mario oh, speaking spin of around. Sonoma Terrace, I saw um, kosher uh, mostly kosher again this weekend. It was the B team. I was kind of disappointed because they're playing every single day at uh, at California Adventure. They had to bring in more acts or bring in more more players, uh, so the it was like the the alternates were were playing. So okay, I can't do Mixler because I'm totally distracted and I need to go back at someone who thinks a cheese ball what? is what? oh I can't even type that a cheese ball is somehow better than sticky toffee pudding. Like I just there's there's. There's no way. Okay, so, yeah. if you're this a diabetic, because I wouldn't. If you're avoiding sugar, pure raw, raw processed sugar, well, of course, then a cheese is ball a, is greater. This is than festival of pudding. holidays. This is not. Oh, and if if anybody wants, but, but cheese balls are that's a very holiday type dish, Tony. Yeah, true. What? How cheese balls cheese are very holidayish. Okay, they I'm are. just talking about what I'm. Okay, let me not say it that way. What I'm eating, what I'm consuming. What? What? Why is it? What's getting up? Getting up on me? Because I mean, okay, no, cheese balls are good. What were you going to say? The fact it's fifteen dollars. Yeah, the fact that it's fifteen dollars, I would pay eight dollars for that. Yes, cheese eight dollars. Maybe be all, even ten. Eight dollars, I'd be all over the. Yeah, never yeah, mind. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, anyway, uh, check out the vlogs. They're they're wonderful. Uh, anything else, folks? Good, okay. Uh, for those of you listening live, be sure to stick around because we're giving thanks. Uh, that is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Diz Unplugged podcasts this week. And of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.